Hello, and welcome to Create You, the personal growth and development podcast that will help you break through to better results in your life, work, and relationships. I'm your host, Jeremy Flagg, and thank you for joining me. At the heart of every intimate relationship is the desire to experience love in the most complete and fulfilling way possible. So we give everything we can to our partner in an effort to make them happy, only to find out we're still coming up short. What do you do when you want more from your relationship, but you feel like you're already giving everything you've got? Today, I'm going to show you how to take your love to the highest levels of intimacy, passion, and commitment possible by giving you a simple framework for understanding how love grows. If you've ever found it hard to get everything you want from your partner while you're giving them everything you've got, and you want to know how to make your relationship soar and not just survive, then listen as I share with you how to love at the highest level. Hello, creators. Hey, it's your host, Jeremy Flagg, welcoming you back to another episode of Create You. Hey, thanks for joining me today. I know you've got a busy schedule and I know you've got things to do, but I am really happy that you're here because I know it means you're serious about taking your life to another level, about using the time you have to grow and become more of who it is that you know you can be and changing your life for the better, making your love better, making your relationships better, making your life soar with wings and really stand out in a crowd full of people who are settling for ordinary. You won't settle. You want extraordinary. And I love that about you because that's what we're here to do at Create You. Because, hey, what I know that you now know that I've been sharing with you for now on the 47th episode, here we are, is that when you change, everything in your life changes. The relationships you're in that you don't think are possible or are not able to, to do anything different, they change because the patterns that you have been giving to them change. The, the work-related co-worker strife or tension that you've had with your boss or with your co-workers, that changes because you change. When you get better, everything in your life gets better. That's the truth. That's what I love about this show. That's why I'm here today uh, coaching you into your greatness, giving you the tools that you need to break through to better results in your life, your work, and your relationships. Hey, I hope you had a wonderful weekend. I know I did. I made some new memories with my kids, with my wife. I had an awesome time. I hope that you did as well. We took advantage of some unseasonably warm weather here in St. Louis that we had and had an awesome time hiking with the family. Uh, took my son out to a soccer game, that, uh, a professional soccer game we got to watch and you know, got to share some time with my daughter one-on-one. And I, I just, I, I absolutely love continuing the opportunities to nurture and grow the relationships around me. Had an awesome date night with my wife every weekend, get an opportunity to do that. If you don't do that, by the way, with your with your loved ones, with your with your significant other, with your uh, your marriage partner, you really should. I mean, it's the most important thing that Lisa and I have ever done in our relationship is commit to the date night. So that's just a, a little added tip and bonus for you at the beginning of the episode today. 
go on a date night. And, uh, you know, I'm talking about all this stuff because in February I've been focusing all on relationships and we're in our last week of it here, last week of February, our last week of podcasts solely dedicated to relationships. I know you've been enjoying it. I'm getting great feedback about it. Uh, the listens have gone way up. So all the new listeners, welcome to the show. I'm happy that you're here. You know, I field more questions about love and relationships as a life coach than almost any other topic. As a relationship coach, I've been very successful working with couples, working with families, helping to save marriages, helping to make sure that uh, people are creating the life that they really want together. You know, I mean, that's so important and I love doing it. And I've just been spending a lot of awesome time this month on the podcast dedicated to relationships and focused on how you can make your love life even better than it already is today. And we're talking on this show, on this episode, we're going to be talking about how to love at the highest level, how to love at the highest level. So we don't want just, we don't just want to settle for a love that lasts. I mean, look, love that lasts. What does that even mean? It age is no guarantee of maturity in life. Right? I mean, just because you're 50 years old doesn't mean that you're less selfish than a baby. I'm just being honest. I know a lot of selfish 50-year-olds that don't know how to love any better than a baby. But if age is no guarantee of maturity in life, then how is it a guarantee of maturity in a marriage, in a, in a partnership, in a relationship? Just because we have years under our belt, just because we have 15 years, 20 years, 30 years, 50 years of of of, of you know, marriage or partnership under our belt, does that mean that we have also uh, have a love that not only lasts but is soaring above the ordinary and thriving with lots of passion and intimacy and commitment that other people admire? Maybe not. And so that's why we want to love at the highest level because what we really want is to soar above ordinary. We want to go beyond surviving and we want to thrive we want to have the passionate, you know, physical contact and connection with our partners that we deserve. We want to have the intimacy and the connection with them that gives us that long-lasting friendship full of variety and fun and fulfillment. And we want to have the commitment to one another to outlast anything that comes our way that no matter what happens, hell or high water, and it all will come, by the way, my friends, because that's what marriage is. It's the opportunity to create a diamond out of two fused elements. It's to experience over time the heat and the pressure of life together and to build something beautiful out of what's happening in your world. That's the opportunity in front of us. And, you know, we seek and we desire to have intimate relationships for a variety of reasons, but one that just can't be looked over, one that cannot be looked over or taken too lightly, is growth. In fact, I know of no other mechanism, none, that can accelerate a person's process of, of personal growth, of spiritual growth, more than a close, intimate relationship. Because at the heart of every intimate relationship is the desire to experience love, to experience that most complete and fulfilling love that's possible. And to have the kind of deeply satisfying connection with someone who loves us unconditionally and who opens us up in new ways and helps us to expand our abilities uh, to love and live more fully and openly. So many of us, what we do when we get into a relationship is we give everything we've got to it. We throw it all at them. You know, we, we just we go after it with complete 
you know, uh, uh, intensity and we give everything we've got to it and we go, we go after it full throttle and we give what we think our partner needs so that we can also experience the love that we want. And, and what ends up happening to us over time is we end up exhausted, exhausted from all the work we've been doing, exhausted from all the intensity we've been giving. But we, we ultimately become dissatisfied with the results because we've been giving what we think they need and we haven't been you know doing exactly what's necessary to make our love go to the highest level. I mean, they start complaining that we're not loving them like they need us to, and then we start complaining that we're not getting what we want from the relationship that we thought we deserved and we were capable of having. And if we're not careful, if we don't, if we don't do something or intervene in this moment and we allow this exhaustion to turn into rejection, then from rejection, it's a short walk to resentment, and from resentment, it's a slow death spiral into contempt and a difficult, a difficult save of our relationship. And none of us want to end up there, do we? So the question is, how do we prevent it? Better yet, how do we experience the highest and deepest levels of love imaginable? Not just preventing the, 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 bad, you know, the bad stuff, not preventing a breakup of sorts, but how do we experience the highest and deepest levels of love? What do you do when you're at this point in your relationship? When you feel like you want more, but you've given everything you've got and you don't know what else you can give. You're at the end of the rope, so to speak, because you feel like you're giving everything that you know how to give, but it still doesn't feel like enough. But you know there's more. It's a weird, frustrating, but an awesome place to be. So if you find yourself there today, I'm congratulating you and I'm excited for you because that means you're ready for something new. You're ready for something bigger and better and and higher than your wildest dreams and it's it's time my friend it's time to go to the next level but first a story you know a couple of years ago the inspiration for this lesson actually comes from a couple of years ago i went to the science center here in st louis with my kids and they have a huge omnimax theater it like surrounds you with the sound and surrounds you with this huge uh visual and we watched a documentary about butterflies about monarch butterflies specifically and I've always been fascinated with butterflies butterflies are such beautiful and extraordinary creatures I've always been interested in them and how they fly and how they look and how they behave and you know I love going to the butterfly house with my kids when they were little and we would watch them land on us and we would just marvel at them and how precious and beautiful they were but you know I'm not the only human that's been infatuated with them in fact Humanity in general has pretty much always been interested in them, especially if you look back in recorded history. And if you look into the spiritual folk folklore of different cultures, you'll find butterflies signifying the human soul in ancient Japanese culture, ancient Greek culture, and even ancient Roman culture. The word for butterfly in Greek, in fact, is psyche, which primarily means the soul or the mind meaning it's a representation butterflies are a representation of the human soul and there's also no denying how infatuated infatuated we as humans have become with butterflies signifying the process of transformation and growth and becoming uh, you know because we watch them from caterpillars to becoming butterflies that process called metamorphosis it's just such a fascinating scientific study that we've always been infatuated with 
So butterflies not only signify the soul of humanity, but they signify the, the opportunity we have to transform and become something glorious, and beautiful, and magnificent. You know, I learned so many things that day as we watched that documentary, and a lot of things that were analogous to love and relationships, many of which are lessons I have yet to fully develop. But the lesson I want to share with you today is what I learned about the levels of love and the stages of the butterfly. Like butterflies, we all start out with much humbler beginnings. Butterflies don't start as butterflies. They start as caterpillars. Caterpillars crawling on the ground and looking to consume what we need to survive. Did you know that caterpillars grow to 8,000 times their initial size in the first two weeks of their lives? 8,000 times because they start as these tiny eggs and then they hash and they just start consuming things for two weeks and they just get 8,000 times the size of the egg that they started as. Amazing. Isn't that, I mean, it's just so amazing to think about how nature works. They just eat and they eat and they eat some more for this whole stage of their life. I remember when my kids were little and we used to read the Very Hungry Caterpillar book to them. It's a board book for children. It's so cute and and it just talks about how the caterpillar just, you know, at this first phase of his life, he just eats and he eats and he eats through everything. And uh, I remember how the kids used to love looking at that book and the holes that were in the book. It's just so precious. And at that stage of their life, that's all caterpillars are made for. They're made to consume. They're only concerned with their own survival, with getting what they need from the environment that they find themselves in. And doesn't that sound a lot like us? And that's why it's level one. That's why this is love level one. We enter relationships needing the love and the attention of our partners. And we want so badly to get what we need from them. Love, attention, belonging, importance, certainty, variety, connection. That we'll just take what we need from the environment around us. And we'll even trade with them. We'll trade with our partners to get what we need from them. And that's why... I call level one taking and trading. Level, the first level that we enter into in our stage of love and maturity of love is taking and trading. We take from those around us what we need and we trade what they want in order to get what we want. So if they want a connection and we want to feel significant, then we trade the connection time with them so that we can feel important. So they trade the attention that they give us so that we trade them the connection that we give them and we trade with one another. And, uh, you know, that, that happens in this first level because we're so focused on us. We're focused on me. We're focused on what we get from the relationship. And when you're focused on that, then you're in the lowest level that's available to you. This is the lowest level of love and it's analogous to the caterpillar's life and the stage of life that the caterpillar lives. Why? Because the caterpillar just consumes. It crawls and it consumes. It's limited to the surface of, of its understanding. It's limited to the surface of the earth and the things that it can crawl on and up. It's immature and it's undeveloped and that's what immature, undeveloped love does. It crawls and it consumes. And it's where we all start our journey. I mean, as babies, right? We're at the lowest level of love. We're just taking what we need from the people around us and we're demanding that that, that, that meet our needs. When we don't get what we want, we cry because we need what we want, right? We need what we need. And as we grow older, out of the baby phase, then we learn how to trade what others want, like 
compliance with the rules, for instance, in order to get what we need, which is to feel loved and to feel accepted. And we learn early on that if we trade compliance with our parents' rules, then we will feel loved and accepted from them because when we break the rules, we might not feel the same love and acceptance from them, so we seek to comply. Or some of us might seek to rebel instead because what we want is not just to feel loved and accepted, but we also want to feel respected and recognized and get attention, and we can get it by breaking rules. We learn how to trade in this first phase. And when we first enter relationships, we're taking and trading with others. That's what we're doing. It's level one uh, love. And it's learning how to manipulate the people in the environment to get what we need. It's learning how to manipulate what's happening in that environment and the people that are in it to get what we need. That's level one love. But we're not meant to stop there. We are not meant to stop at this stage in the journey because it's only beginning, right? Caterpillar is only the beginning of the journey and level one taking and trading is only the beginning of the journey. Unfortunately, if one or both parties in a relationship refuses to submit to the process of maturity and grow beyond the taking and trading phase, then they'll be doomed to shallow surface level survival-based love. They might get what they need in the moment, but they'll leave a trail of consumed souls in their wake. And that is not your best. And that is not what you want for your life moving forward. And the good news is the caterpillar consumes until it feels an instinct to move on to the next phase, to level two, to growing. So caterpillars find a place to nest and then they form around themselves a chrysalis, right? A place where they can be completely surrounded and protected for a time of transformation and growth. There's a lot of uncertainty in this phase because they are completely unsure what's next and they're very vulnerable and exposed, but they are becoming something that is useful to the environment and they're changing, they're morphing into a more glorious version of themselves. It's a really exciting moment in the life stage and the life cycle of a butterfly when they enter the growth phase. And this is love level two for human beings. This is where we are. If the first level is taking and trading, then the second level is growing and giving. And this is the level where you commit to giving love because it's who you are. You're no longer just focused on yourself. You're focused on the, on the other person. You've shifted your focus to meeting both your own needs as well as your partner's needs. And there's a balance of independence happening at this level. Like the chrysalis needs that plant. So the plant that it finds, that the caterpillar finds itself to attach to, it relies on that plant to stay strong and to survive while it's, uh, you know, using it to grow. And it's much like that where we have this balance of independence happening. Like, hey, you take care of yourself and I'll take care of myself and we'll do our best to take care of each other. Right? There's this balance and equality that's happening in love level two where we're growing and we are uh, maturing and we're giving because we realize that love is who we really are and it feels good to do so. It feels good to love and to give and to grow in this level. And it just, this is how relationships work in level two, you know? Uh, uh, you know, the chrysalis needs the plant that it's attached to to take care of itself. But it's also not drawing any energy or nutrients from it. It's not relying on it in that way. So it's not 
codependent, it's sort of independent. Where you know, a person functioning in level two relationship believes that I will take care of myself and you will take care of yourself, and we'll try to take care of each other together. And when that doesn't work, I don't know what's gonna happen next because you know, level two love is all about growing and giving because it feels good and it's good for us and we realize it's who we are and it's all it's this, this process of discovery and development. But the thing is, you know, relationships don't have a way of staying in that phase for long, do they? And when things don't go well, when we're trying to take care of one another and things get tense and conflicted and difficult, level two love is not enough. But it's at this stage it's at this stage of the growth cycle of the butterfly where, you know, the caterpillar has gone into the chrysalis and it's just completely been deformed from what it was at one point and it doesn't know what's coming next. There's lots of uncertainty and it doesn't know what it's going to do or become or what's next for it. And there's, and it doesn't even know if there is anything next because it's just experiencing as it, as it goes along. And that's how people function in relationships. We get to this level two where it's not about us anymore, but it is about them, but it's more about our independence and how we can both, you know, function and take care of each uh, ourselves. And we'll just try to, you know, take care of each other as we go along. But there's this deep level of knowing that, you know, I feel like I'm at the end of my rope. I don't know what else I can give to this relationship. I don't know what else I've got to give. I'm giving everything I've got and it's still not good enough. And these can be frustrating feelings to experience because just like the caterpillar who's gone through, a, you know, going into a life transforming growth period through the chrysalis, we just don't know what the future holds for us. And even if there is anything beyond this, we don't know if we have another level. We don't know if there is anything else. So if you find yourself there today, you maybe have been in level two for a while. You know, level two is where we've been growing and shifting and discovering more about ourselves and becoming stronger in our own identity. Uh, and we're, we're having the capabilities developed within us so that we can go to the next phase. But if we get stalled out here, then we might be feeling things like what I'm mentioning. Like, I just feel like I'm giving everything I've got. You know, when we're taking and we're trading, because we'll, we'll vacillate. We're humans. We're not, you know, we're ultimately not caterpillars and butterflies. So we're not just moving through these phases linearly and staying there. But we may experience periods of taking and trading and then periods of giving and growing and go back and forth and back and forth. And, and it's in that, that, that level of love that we're functioning in. If our relationships are functioning there, if we are functioning as uh, a partner in the relationship in this way, then it can, can be a frustrating experience because we feel like we're giving everything we've got, but we're not experiencing the results that we know are available, that we know love promises us. You know, in level one, what we're seeking to do is have control over what's happening. We're trying to have control over everything in our lives, and, and, and we're trying to get certainty from that control. But when we graduate to level two, then we realize that we can't control everything that's happening around us, and that can be a little scary at times. So then we focus on how we can control ourselves in level two and how our partners can control themselves and how we can uh, do our best to take care of one another, but ultimately I, I can't control them, Right. But there's another more glorious level we have yet to achieve. Just like the caterpillar's purpose is to become a butterfly, every human being's heart wants to grow into love at a level three. The purpose of every human being's heart is to get to that next phase, that, that most final, glorious, beautiful, fulfilling phase of transformation. And after a period of metamorphosis in the chrysalis, that beautiful butterfly emerges 
the caterpillar possessed everything that would become that butterfly when it was crawling and it was consuming. But it wasn't realized until it submitted itself to the process of transformation. And when the butterfly emerges, it's now no longer at the mercy of surface level understanding, is it? It's no longer at the mercy of crawling on the floor of the earth. It can now fly above all the things it used to be confined to crawling upon. And it can see the world with a whole new perspective. It has the ability for the first time in its life to contribute and to serve the environment by pollinating flowers and flying from you know flower to flower and pollinating and generating the energy of love and life that way for the environment. And as it flies around helping to spread that joy of pollination, it also mates with other butterflies and it lays eggs to ensure that another generation of butterflies has the opportunity to emerge. That's why... Level three is serving and sacrificing. In level one, you're taking and trading. It's all about you. In level two, you're giving and you're growing. You're growing and you're giving, right? It's about the other person and it's a more world-centric, other-centric point of view. But in level three, it's serving and it's sacrificing. It's a spirit-centric way to live. In this level, you're giving love because it's not just who you are. It's not just because it feels good, but it's because it's what you've decided that you will do. It's a decision and a choice. And in this stage, you're taking responsibility for the way you live and you're taking responsibility for your partner's needs in the relationship. You've decided to love even when it hurts, even when you don't enjoy it. Even when you don't feel like it, you are love. You are loving. You are choosing to give love. You're fully committed to putting the needs of others first. Not in lieu of your own needs, mind you, because you have to love yourself so that you have something to give others. It's not in lieu of your own needs, but it's because you trust. You trust that your needs are met when you meet the needs of others. You trust that what you give to a situation creates that in return to you. This is the highest and it's the most fulfilling level of love because it's here that you understand that you create the relationship you want by giving your partner what they need, by serving them with your whole heart, by sacrificing your feelings to function at the highest level. And it's at this level, man, there's no stopping you. It's an unstoppable love because you'll do whatever it takes to make things work. You'll never give up because of anything that happens. No matter what happens, you're fully committed to meeting the needs of your partner and making the adjustments in yourself to make sure that they feel and know that they are loved by you. Relationships that function in level three are remarkable in every sense just like a butterfly is right they're beautiful and they're playful and they're peaceful and they're present in the moment and all you have to do to make your relationship the best version of itself that it can possibly be is to make the decision to love at level three that's the decision you got to make because when you do You'll find new resources in yourself that you didn't even know existed. You'll discover power in your soul that you didn't even know was there. You'll reveal the best in yourself and the best in your partner, and you'll leave a legacy of love for the generation that gets the benefit 
of witnessing your love as the model for relationships moving forward. Level three is the way to be if you want a relationship that's healthy and it's happy and it's free. That is the level of love that you are capable of, my friend. That's the level of love that we have that's been designed and written on our hearts that echoes to us and calls deep within us to create and be in this world together. Now, before we end this episode, I have to tell you this one piece of information that really floored me when I heard it in the documentary. It stuck with me more than anything else I learned in the documentary, and I have to share it with you because it's so fascinating. So if I were to ask you, what percentage of caterpillars do you think actually make it to becoming the butterflies that they were intended to become? What would you say? What percentage of caterpillars actually become butterflies? What number would you give me? 50%? You'd say half? Uh, 30%? 10%? The number is staggeringly low. It's only 1%. And some of the higher projections are 3%. So only 1% to 3% of caterpillars in the wild ever make it to become butterflies. Why? Why is that? Well, it's because the environment is dangerous. And many caterpillars and chrysalids don't survive the weather. They don't survive the farming tractors. They don't survive the, the, the residential lawnmowers. They don't survive the other animals that come to eat them. But for the ones that do... They contribute thousands of new eggs so that the generations after them have a chance at fulfilling their destiny. Wow. The road, yeah, it's hard. The road is hard. If it were easy, then we'd all be rich and we'd all be happy and we'd all be in shape, right? <laughs> but you were made for more. It's written on your heart. I know it's there. You were made to love at the highest level and serve the world with your best and sacrifice your comfort so that you could lead a life that's worth following, that's worth witnessing, that's remarkable. Become the butterfly, my friend. That's what this whole episode is about. Become the butterfly because it's what you were made for and when you do then your relationship has the opportunity to soar high above what's ordinary and create a love that's extraordinary hey i hope you enjoyed this episode come on over to jeremyflag.com slash episode 47 and imagine with me go to the comment section and imagine with me tell me what your relationship would look like and what it would feel like if you were operating at a level three, how would it feel? How would it look? How would it behave? Because that's where you want to be, my friends. You want to operate at a level three. I can't wait to hear your thoughts to this episode. I can't wait to read your comments. Make sure you come on over to jeremyflag.com and tell me all about it. And if you enjoyed this podcast, then please be sure to share it with all your friends on social media. This is an important message that I really want to get out, that we can love at a higher level. When we feel like we're at the end of our rope, there's actually something more. We just have to discover the power within us to go high above what's ordinary and become extraordinary by going within i truly appreciate all your friendly support and sharing the episodes and this one's no different so be sure to share it with everybody you know on social media and let them know that you can love at the highest level so as we close this episode i'm going to leave you with a quote that i absolutely adore from author richard bach who said this what the caterpillar calls the end of the world the master calls a butterfly. 
when we get to that uncertain ending in our relationship where we're not sure we have anything left, just remember what the caterpillar thinks is the end is actually the beginning of something much more glorious and fulfilling. If you want your relationship to soar and not just survive, then make the decision today to love at level three and become the best of who you've been made to be. Have a breakthrough day, my friends, and I will talk with you again real soon. Thanks for listening. For more tips about how to create the life, work, and relationship you love, just head over to jeremyflag.com where you'll find lots of free resources and notes from this episode. And don't forget to share your comments with me. I'd love to hear your voice. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review for me in the iTunes store. If you're listening on Apple's podcast app, just click anywhere on the show artwork to reveal the show notes and click the link that says, please rate and review the show in iTunes. Your feedback is appreciated. If you'd like to continue the conversation, then please like me on Facebook or follow me on Twitter and be sure to use the hashtag CreateU. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks again for joining me today on CreateU and be sure to check in with me next time when I'll be back with another life-changing episode. You won't want to miss it, so be sure to subscribe in iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud to get free delivery of every show. Until next time, this has been Jeremy Flagg. Reminding you that you are a creator. You don't need to react to life as it happens to you because you have the power within you to create the life you love today. Now go and create you.